0: I think all of us have a film, maybe multiple ones, that we love, but for some reason, they just haven't caught the public's imagination or, in many cases, got poor reviews. As it turns out, I'm one of those people who has many of these films. One I'd like to talk about today is the Robin Williams film Club Paradise. It was released in the mid-80s, and my family were big fans of SCTV, especially my mother, And we really liked Robin Williams, so we went and saw it in the theater. And it seemed pretty crowded at the theater at the time. But the film underperformed, the reviews were bad, none of my friends went and saw it, so I had nothing to talk about with them about it, and Club Paradise quickly disappeared. Not too long afterwards, it revived on cable television on HBO. At this point, my family did have a VCR, and I was able to tape it. And I would watch it again and again, because I thought it was great. As I've gotten older, I've brought this film up to other people. And generally, they are of two opinions. one, oh, that's that horrible Robin Williams film set on an island. Or two, Club Paradise? Never heard of it. Now, I have tried to convince people, even forcing them to watch it, to get them into it. And generally, it's failed. And I still do not understand why they don't love this film. Part of me thinks, well, you should just give up. People are not going to enjoy this film. And then there's another part of me that says, you know what you should do? You should make a podcast about this film and maybe reach even more people who might not like it. So on today's show, we're going to talk about the film Club Paradise. To many people, this might be their first exposure to the film. We will talk about the stellar cast in this film, the people behind the camera the film's origins, its reception, and we'll throw in a few surprises here and there. We have an info-packed episode ahead of us, so without further ado, let's start the show. Club Paradise is a 1986 comedy directed by Harold Rymus. It stars Robin Williams, Jimmy Cliff, and Peter O'Toole. It also happens to have a lot of great SCTV people in it. And that is probably because the director and co-writer, Harold Rymus, was also an SCTV member, and he would bring his very talented castmates along to make this film, and we'll talk a little bit about them later. First, a little bit about the director, Howard Rymus. was born in 1944. He passed away in 2014. American actor, writer, director, best known for his comedies, probably best, best known as Egon Spengler in Ghostbusters. He would also work on films like Caddyshack, Groundhog Day, National Lampoon's Vacation, and of course Animal House. In the 70s and 80s, He was very well connected comedically, he worked with all the right people, and he was the original head writer for the SCTV television series. SCTV, or Second City Television, was a Canadian sketch comedy show. It was an offshoot of Toronto's Second City Comedy Troupe, and it ran between 1976 and 1984. Gave starts to lots of great actors, people like John Candy, Eugene Levy, Rick Moranis, and many others, some who we'll mention in this film. Originally, Harold Rymus wasn't attached to direct this film. The film itself was completely different. In fact, John Landis, who had done Animal House and the Blues Brothers, was going to make a film called Club Paradise that was a vehicle for Bill Murray. It actually had a lot of talented people signed on to work on, and even Harry Shearer, who still gets some credit under his pseudonym Ed Roboto, did a rewrite for the film, although he would later ask to have his name removed and Ed Roboto used because he was very unhappy with how the script would eventually turn out. I've looked online trying to find an original copy of the Club Paradise script, but couldn't find it. I'd like to know what sort of changes went on between Bill Murray and Robin Williams, or between John Landis and Howard Rymus. Shooting for the film took place between April and July of 1985, was supposed to get a early 1986 release, but it was held back till the summer, which kind of makes sense. You know, summery island film, perfect to release in the summer. Today's show is brought to you by your local boat store. Moving down to the islands, get a boat. Get with it, get a boat. Get with it, get a float. Get a boat and go, go, go. Get with it, get a boat, get with it, get a float, get with it, get a boat. Love those boats. The film revolves around the character Jack Moniker, played by Robin Williams, who's a Chicago firefighter, gets injured on the job. Instead of going back to work, he decides he's going to go on disability and go live the good life down on an island called St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas is not a real place in the Caribbean, but in the film, they used Port Antonio in Portland, Jamaica. While there, he gets involved with local, I guess, politics, although he's really trying to avoid it. More, he gets involved with his friend, reggae musician Ernest Reed, played by Jimmy Cliff, who owns a hotel club called Club Paradise. They partner up, and then... There's all this crazy stuff about very rich people who want to buy most of the island and turn it into some crazy rich person's playground. Meanwhile, guests show up. A civil war starts brewing. We meet Peter O'Toole's character, Anthony Croydon Hayes, who has been appointed governor of St. Nicholas, but really has no interest in being the governor. Will Fireman Jack and Ernest Reed be able to save Club Paradise? Will this civil war happen? you will have to watch the movie and find out. Take a vacation at Club Paradise. They said you were a smuggler. No, I'm a snuggler. The Total Luxury resort. With live entertainment. Gotta dance. Yeah, why not? Sightseeing. I hope that was your finger. And of course, the beach. Oh my God. Join Robin Williams and Rick Morales at Club Paradise. Wednesday night at 8 on Channel 11. It's got a pretty big cast. I will try to cover just the main characters, and I'll summarize some of the SCTV people. Leading this film is Robin Williams. Originally, Bill Murray was going to have this role. Robin Williams passed away on August 11th, 2014. Stand-up comedian who rose to fame as Mork from Mork and Mindy, and then would go on to do a slew of great films, including Popeye, Dead Poets Society, The World According to Garp, Good Will Hunting, the Birdcage, Aladdin, Mrs. Doubtfire, I could go on and on, was nominated for Best Actor three times and would win a Best Supporting Actor award for his work in Goodwill Hunting. Such a great talent. Speaking of great talents, playing Governor Anthony Croydon Hayes was Peter O'Toole. O'Toole passed away in 2013. Stage and film actor... Probably best known for playing T.E. Lawrence in Lawrence of Arabia. It was also great in The Lion in Winter. And if you haven't seen it, you should see My Favorite Year, which is a lot of fun. Originally, Peter O'Toole was not going to play this role. Instead, John Cleese of Monty Python fame was going to play the role. But he backed out, and Peter O'Toole got it. There's a scene at the end, Peter O'Toole's dressed in full old-school British military uniform regalia. It's a pretty dramatic moment. Kind of gives me a little goosebumps just to see him fully arrayed like that. I don't know. You'll see if you watch the movie. Jimmy Cliff played Ernest Reed. Jimmy Cliff was born in 1948. So a reggae musician, actor, singer, has a ton of reggae hits and has had some hits that have crossed out of Jamaica and into the larger world. Songs like The Hotter They Come and Wonderful World, Beautiful People, amongst others. If you haven't seen the movie The Hotter They Come, which has Jimmy Cliff in it, you really should. It's really interesting and I believe it was a film that helped to spread reggae music to the rest of the world. In the film, they reference The Hotter They Come, the airline that brings people to the island, Joe's Airline. Its slogan is The Charter They Come, delicious. The model Twiggy played Philippa Philadelphia Lloyd. Twiggy is Leslie Lawson, was born in 1949, came to prominence in the 60s as the model Twiggy. She was named that because she was so thin. Besides modeling, she's done singing, acting. She made a great cameo in the 1980 film The Blues Brothers. Adolf Caesar played Prime Minister Solomon Gundy. This would be his last film. Worked on a lot of great stuff. He was an Academy Award nominee. Worked in A Soldier's Story, The Color Purple. He also did a lot of great voiceover work. If you are a Silverhawks fan, you might remember him as Hot Wing. Now, I'm going to name some people from SCTV you might have heard of. So many actors here. You had Rick Moranis, who you might know from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Ghostbusters. Eugene Levy from the American Pie films. Also does a lot of great work with Christopher Guest. Andrea Martin, who was in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Joe Flaherty, who in addition to SCTV, was also on Freaks and Geeks. And Robin Duke, who in addition to being an SCTV member, was also a cast member on Saturday Night Live. Speaking of Saturday Night Live, you also had Mary Gross in the film, who was a cast member from 1981 to 1985. Very soft-voiced actor. Brian Doyle Murray, older brother of Bill Murray, who has a ton of credits, was in this film as was Steve Campman, who, if you're a New Heart fan, you might remember as Kirk Devane on the first two seasons of the show. Finally, you had Joanna Cassidy, who played Terry Hamlin in the film. Cassidy was born Joanna Virginia Caskey in Haddonfield, New Jersey, in 1945. I want to bring her up because she played Zora in Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. So when you're watching this film, just remember her role in Blade Runner. I never made the connection till years later. After these messages, we'll be right back. Excuse me, we're thinking of changing our phones around. Uh, any rooms in particular? I'm not sure. You see, we're redecorating. Uh, well, for a bedroom, we have this princess phone. Lights in the dark. And for a kitchen, we usually recommend a wall phone like this Trinidad. Gee, that is handy. People all right. And for a living room or den, we have a number of different styles. Good oh. evening. And if you're looking for a real conversation piece, they're the design of Illinois Bell has telephones in a variety of styles and colors, and by getting a Bell phone, you can be sure of the quality, plus repair service if you need it, usually within 24 hours. To get the phones that suit you best, call your Illinois Bell service representative, or take them home from your nearest phone center store. Hello, Mickey? Yeah? Quack quack! <laughs> Space pack says eight things. Mork talking rag doll says seven things. When you pull the string, you can never be sure what these two will say next. And here's Mork from Ork, an orc egg, and Mindy doll too. Five fun toys each sold separately. Mork doll with talking space pack. Other Mork collection toys are each sold separately. New from Mattel. And now, back to the show. So you had great people in front of and behind the camera. The film also has some great music. Music provided by Jimmy Cliff, as well as David Mansfield and Van Dyke Parks. I've heard some things about Van Dyke Parks. Didn't really ever look into him. Turns out he's got quite the resume. He's worked with many of the greats of the music world. Some not so great. Collaborates with Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Worked on the Beach Boys Smile project. Kind of interesting. The real musical star of the film is the music of Jimmy Cliff, and a lot of that appears on the soundtrack. There's even a song he records with Elvis Costello on the album. Sadly, the album is, I think, only available on vinyl. I tried to track down a CD or even a digital download, so if you have a record player, you can still get it. It's kind of pricey at this point. Although I'm sure somewhere online you can find a lot of these songs if you just want to listen to them. You might want to check out The Lion Awakes. That's pretty good. And of course, once you're a Club Paradise fan, you'll want to have Club Paradise on your favorite playlist. The film was not well received, as I said, even today. It in fact scored a Razzie Award nomination, which is an award for Worst Films. And that Razzie Award was for Peter O'Toole for Worst Supporting Actor. I'm very happy to say he did not win that year. So despite the fact that people think this is a bad film, there were films that people thought were worse at the time. Even today, if you go online and look at aggregate review sites, the film does not perform very well. As I've mentioned, I don't understand why. The box office, though, bears this out. It had a budget of around $15 million and would only score $12.3 million at the box office. It did so poorly that I think it spooked Harold Rymus. He would not direct another movie for seven years. But what a film. 1993's Groundhog Day would be his follow-up to Club Paradise. There was another movie that came out around the same time as Club Paradise. It's called Water. And it has something in common with Club Paradise. Satin on an island, had reggae music. Both of these films were released sort of close to each other. Although I'd not seen Water at the time. Maybe they cut into each other's business. I don't know. Neither of them did particularly well. If you want to see Club Paradise, it is out there, available on home video, often on streaming services. Why should you watch it? Well, you could take my word for it that this is a charming film filled with very talented people. Yes, it has silly 80s comedy stuff in it, but the talent helps transcend that. Robin Williams is Robin Williams, and he Plays it sort of Robin Williamsy in the film. Although he does tone it down. But he's at the height of his power here. This is mid-80s. He's still got that sort of mork about him. Combine that with side performances that are super silly by some of these great SCTV actors. Wrap that all up with some great music by Jimmy Cliff. And you get movie magic. For some reason, not everybody understands this. Hopefully... I can convince you to give it a look, maybe a second look after a couple of years of not seeing it. Maybe you'll come around to my way of thinking. All I can do is hope. So if you're looking for a film this weekend, maybe to watch with your family, maybe you want to see a Robin Williams performance you've never seen before, check out Club Paradise. You'll be glad you did. Do, 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 do. Thanks for listening to the show. For more retro fun, you can drop by the website at www.retroist.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at facebook.com slash retroist.com and twitter.com retroist. The music you hear on the show is by Peachy. If you have musical needs, you can email Peachy at peachy at retroist.com. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you have a great weekend. Testing, testing, one, two, three, welcome to the Retroist Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby McFerrin. This has been a Retroist production. Goodbye.